morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on whatever you're watching. Thank you for tuning in to episode 119 of the Respected Gentleman Podcast. We're going to be getting into a little bit of uh, WWE wrestling talk tonight. But before we get into that, got to make sure, let y'all know, check out episode 118. We just dropped that today, July 10th. That's the day we're recording this episode. Um, we just dropped episode 118. You know, the guys discussing the winners, losers, and some of the underrated signings of NBA free agency. Christopher, I know I called you by your full name, my fault. Chris, I know, like, I know your feelings on free agency. You say it's pretty boring, but um, it was pretty lackluster. Honestly, I'm not even going to lie to you. But, hey, the guys, our podcast, not boring. Break it down for you with a special guest, Jared Hughes from the Straight to the Point podcast. Make sure to check him and his podcast out. But that was today's episode, yesterday's episode. This is today's episode 119. And we're going to get right into it. We're going to talk some Bloodline. That match coming up at SummerSlam. We're going to be talking about, you know, our best match so far, 2023 in WWE. You know, we're halfway through the year. Maybe we can branch out into AEW if you guys want to do that too. Um, up to you. Also, didn't get the chance to talk about this. New championship designs in WWE. We have a new undisputed women's championship. Of course, a new men's undisputed championship for Roman Reigns. And of course, the women have a new women's world champion. We've been talking about this in, you know, past episodes. Finally, you know, getting rid of the Raw and SmackDown, you know, branding for the championships and just give us a women's world champion, the women's universal champion. We have that. And we're going to talk about the new title designs that came with it. And maybe, you know, if you have enough time, segue into um, a top five list, our favorite championship designs of all time. But all that out of the way, guys, what is your best match so far? We are halfway through the year, just about a little way, a little over halfway um, through this 2023 year. Got a lot of candidates. You got Roman versus Cody WrestleMania. You got Charlotte, Rhea WrestleMania. You got the whole Bloodline Civil War tag team match. You got Roman and Sammy at Money, um, excuse me, Elimination Chamber. Got a lot of choices though. Chris, I'm going to start with you. Best match so far in the WWE. Also, if you want to give us your favorite AEW match, you're more than welcome to do that. Well, I mean, I'll start with AEW just to get it out the way. We all know this. If you watch Forbidden Door, we all know that the true match of the night, the match of the year, the best match that I've seen, honestly, in my entire life, was Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay. Not much else needs to be said about that. If you missed it, I feel sorry for you. If you watched it... I made sure to go back and watch it, too. I made sure. Good. So you know it was an instant classic. That's all I gotta say. It, it doesn't. It doesn't even need much words. Just you. You just know it was just all that and more. So I'm gonna get out the way. When it comes to WWE. Uh, personally, um, I'm gonna go based off of just the wrestling style itself, and because of that, I'm gonna go with the uh, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair match at WrestleMania, on night two. Oh, no, I'm sorry, night one. I apologize. On night one. Yes. And I think what made it, I think what made it special for me 
is the fact that, you know, Rhea Ripley, this isn't her first time in a championship match at WrestleMania. Her first match in the pandemic WrestleMania was against uh, was also against Charlotte Flair. But this time, instead of it being for the Raw Women's title, it was for the NXT title. And I really wasn't a big fan of the match, but you could tell that you know, this wasn't the last we've seen of Rhea Ripley. We know she still technically wasn't on the main roster yet. She's still an NXT superstar, but her time was coming. Um, maybe transition to she comes up back at the WrestleMania after that, fights Oscar, ends up winning the Raw Women's title. Again, in another decent match. Not really not really a great match, but not a bad match either. But then, fast forward two years, she's a part of the Judgment Day. Now she's in her own element. Charlotte Flair, even though I don't like her as a baby face, perfect opponent for her to fight again, because once again, this bills goes back to that rivalry that they've had over the years. And Mommy had to get a lick back. And Mommy got a lick back. It's just just to say it as easily as that. It was just I enjoyed you just, just mommy, bro. Yeah. You you don't call we ever play mommy? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not a fan of that shit. I'm not gonna hold you. I ain't want to say nothing. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't really get it. I don't really get it. This 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 real has never been more popular than she is right now. Real really like a culture vulture. She has never been more popular than she is right now. Stop it. Anyway, before I was so really interrupted by the slanderers. T shirt, Chris? You got the mommy t shirt? Oh no, I got that drawn. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying it. But, I'm, but I might have to cop up that new Dirty Down shirt, though. I ain't gonna hold it. That's another story for another day. But anyway, I enjoyed just the back and forth match, the big spots, and it really was a WrestleMania match on what we all know was the best day of WrestleMania. Uh, again, when you think of match of the year, you don't need to speak too much on it because if you watch the match, you know what happened. But it was just so great seeing Rhea Ripley get her moment, her actual moment, because I feel like this was her moment, more so than it was when she beat Asta. And I think what topped it all off, what really made it great too, was at the end when Charlotte Flair went out the ring, even though she lost, you could see the smiling face, you could see her chuckling. You knew she was happy for Rhea for working her ass off to get to get that moment. And it was great to see. So personally for me, I think Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley, WrestleMania 38, match of the year so far. Now, hopefully something pops that, but it's going to be difficult to. But I want to hear what y'all have to say about it. Well, I'll, first of all, you know, excuse me, you know, where my manners. Let me formally introduce everybody that's on the episode today. Uh, you guys heard from me, you heard from Chris, Greg, team, introduce, introduce yourselves. Listen, man, you already know what it is. You mean, coming to you live from the 215, you mean? Mr. Bread and Butter himself, you mean? Mr. Bread and Butter himself. Um, I mean, I've been through it all. Y'all seen me? Y'all seen me go through it all, man. I'm living to fight another day. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to be with y'all this evening. We are gonna get right into it afterwards. Sean, go ahead, brother. Introduce yourself, man. What's up, y'all? Seeing the bird, family. Finally, on the day that we podcast, been a minute since I was even on a pod. To be honest, but. It's been some, we need some decent wrestling this year, so you know, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. 
Hey, man, not not a two-man power trip as we've kind of been accustomed to. We got the whole stable, the whole faction here. Um, everybody's being camera shot tonight, so that's me. They all got their reasons just think about it. But, um, yeah, so Greg or Zine, whoever wants to take over, it's going to be a bigger match for 2023. Zine, you got a preference? Uh, I do. My, my, I think the obviously the, the best match is uh, Kenny versus Will. I mean, Chris already talked about that game. I like one of the best matches I've ever seen. Like, it, it, it gave me like Shawn Michaels Undertaker vibes. Like, that match was, yeah, it was, it was everything. So, but if we're going to talk about some other matches, I really like Roman versus Cody. I thought that match was amazing. Um, the finish, I know, I, I just thought the whole thing was, was, was formulated well. I thought the triple threat match, the icy triple threat match was really good too. Uh, Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre on night one. I thought that was a hard hand match. I'm excited for Drew versus uh, Gunther and SummerSlam. Very excited for that match. I thought Logan versus Seth Rollins was really good. WrestleMania as a whole, like most of it, WrestleMania didn't have a lot of misses. Like WrestleMania for the past like three years really has been on fire. Like they've been they've been doing really good at WrestleMania and pay per views in general. That's something I'll give them a read. They paper views been fire. Um, another match that was really good that I wasn't even expecting to be as good as it was was Damian Priest versus Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico. I think the crowd made that match, but yeah, that match was that match was I was entertained the whole way through. But my favorite WWE match this year got to be Sammy and KO versus the Usos main event of night one WrestleMania. I mean, just a whole year of storyline, a whole year of build. Bloodline been carrying WWE for three years now. They don't miss. They will never miss. And that match was just like a culmination of everything. Everything Sammy been through with them. He should have beat Roman, to be honest, but he got the little tag titles. It's cool. Uh, seeing Sammy and KO finally get the tag titles, finally being side by side. Seeing the Usos in that main event spot. With all that they've done over the past few years, like nobody deserved it more than the Usos did because they really were like the bloodline in general. I thought literally for a minute, all the titles were like whatever. It's like who cares about these titles? The Usos elevated those tag titles to be like, oh, these titles matter again. Obviously, Roman elevated this title to where it's like whoever beats Roman has to be the guy now, and that's how it should be. But yeah, my favorite match in WWE this year was definitely that, that tag match, uh, WrestleMania Night One. All right, Greg, how do you feel about it? Any non-WrestleMania matches that may, uh, may have gotten your top spot? Uh, nah, I feel like um, Seam and Chris kind of touched on, like, literally all the great matches of the year so far. Um, So I'll double down on the fact that I think – I'm going to double down on the fact that I think, like, if I had to pick a number one spot, it was – Cody versus Roman, though. I just haven't remembered a level of hype for a match and genuinely not knowing who was going to win as much as I felt for that match. Like, I'm not going to lie. I knew Will Ospreay was probably going to find a way to beat Kenny. You know what I mean? Like, I knew I was pretty confident that, like, KO and Sammy was probably going to beat, you know what I mean, the Usos. I legitimately watching that entire match with Roman and Cody was like, yo, like 
Roman needs to win, but Cody needs to win. And it's like, who are they going to choose? Are they going to choose a thousand days? Or are they going to take the brother that has the most hype I've seen in the past? Like, bro, the brother played, the brother tore his bicep and and, and fought at hell in a cell. I was going to say, that's probably, I don't know if that was 2023. But he tore his peck and still wrestled. At, at having a bro, come on, bro, bro, whole titty, yeah, you know I mean, just red, and you know, white boy, bro, just red, just titty red, white, white, like the, like the blood got all the way down to his arm, like. Mm, I just, man. I just hadn't seen a level of hype for Cody to win, and also be conflicted because it's like, dang, like. Rome is so close to a thousand days, and WrestleMania is just before when thousand days happens. What are we gonna go with? And then the storyline of the build itself, bro. They kept on talking about Cody Rhodes' dad every chance they got. They said Cody wasn't Cody was was Dusty's favorite son, but Roman was his son. Cody Dusty never had. Come on, bro. You watching that from the crib? You like yo, Curry, hey, Cody? Man. I'm like Cody. We don't win, bro. Like, bro. Bro, his family never won the championship. His dad never won the championship. You feel me? Then the day before Wrestle, the the, the, day, the day before night one of WrestleMania, Cody looked. I think either the day or the week before, Cody looked solo in his eyes and said, "Yo, bro, you're not ready for this. You're not ready for this moment. Don't worry about it. This ain't even really for you right now." And Solo's the one that Samoa spikes him and and causes him to lose the match. Oh! Cinematic, uh, cinematic masterpiece, and from start to finish, you feel it. You like, yeah, Roman got to a thousand days, but you also feel it for Cody. Like, damn, bro, damn, bro, you needed that one. Basically, and, WWE they they chose between a thousand days finishing the story, and they chose yes to go for a thousand days. But they, exactly. Um, I feel like Cody winning was still like in my like in my heart, Cody. The ones in my mind is like, all right, well, Roman's they made the right decision that night. I will it's say, I will say this the story, yeah, the storyline, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, son. yeah, the story not finished. That's all I'm gonna say, bro, I feel like the way yeah. they're building it now, Cody lost, yeah, what he told Roman is like, like, eventually, Jay's gonna leave you, Jimmy's gonna leave you, Solo's gonna leave you, and this uh-huh. time, WrestleMania next year. And Philly, you're not gonna have that support system. Nah, need that. Yo, we out. We're doing a live pod at the jaw, bro. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna run the match back, but this no, 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 is only gonna have Paul. And guess what? Cody's gonna, Cody's gonna face Roman, and this time Roman beat him because of his family. But this time Roman's not gonna have that family, bro. Man, Cody, listen, family. I think, I think that's the way listen. for Roman. I think that's the way for WWE to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. Yeah, we have Roman. You know. Make, like beat this record. I'll, Cody I'll, is still I'll going this. to get his due. Listen, I, I'll say go ahead. I I like that idea of it building up to that because I didn't think about it like that until Stephen Gray pointed it out. But if it does come down to WrestleMania next year, Jay has to be the one that caused Roman the no. title. Yes, no. yes, yes, yes. No. yes. No. What I think? Wait, why are you disagreeing with it? I feel like Roman is like he elevated that title so high that whoever beats Roman has to be your face of the company. Exactly. Yeah, Cody, exactly. And Cody's that guy, bro. And Jay, as much as I love Jay, are you saying that Jay takes the belt, or he's the reason why Roman no, loses? No, Cody and Jay. I think Cody will be Roman. 
Jay, I think yeah. Jay got his story. I think Jay Jay's story was him pinning Roman. He that was his like over moment. He pinned Roman. Yeah. And then Roman's gonna beat him. You can say that he was the first one to pin him. He gets an accolade, but he doesn't get the championship. They're not gonna give him the belt. I think, yeah, I think it's gonna be what's going. It's gonna be Peace by Priest. He gonna he took care of Jr. He took care of uh, Jimmy already. He gonna take care of Jay at SummerSlam. And it's Solo gonna turn on exactly because the Solo gonna be Royal Rumble. Soil's Royal Rumble. Exactly. 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 And then Cody and then Cody wins at Royal Rumble. And now we set up the storyline for Roman at WrestleMania. They could do a, a multi-member story. They could do something similar to when they did Rock versus uh Big Show when it was the final two and then Rock and then Rock and Big Show fell at the same time. Then they face at the uh they face up for wins the rumble. Again, nah, bro. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to win it back to back. He don't. He don't. He don't. You can give that rope to somebody else like L.A. Knight or, or anybody, bro. He yeah. The winner of the Royal Rumble is definitely playing facing Seth Rollins for sure. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a well. It can't be L.A. Knight. It's gonna have to be like a long time. Not that we don't care about the brand split anyway, but I'm just saying it's like. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like just me thinking like they. Don't, I know they don't care about it, so they'll find a way. But just me thinking, Cody's on Raw, Roman's on SmackDown. Cody gotta win the Rumble, but they they don't care about the brand still anyway. So they just had Cody probably just show up on SmackDown one day and be like, "Hey, Roman, I'm telling you," because they don't care about the brand. Still. Something that something that I I hadn't thought about and that they that I I seen somebody like posting about and I thought it was a really smart was they said they made you they pump faked you to think that Cody was gonna be the guy immediately upon return. But now Cody's going through all these different struggles. It's like he got all these different side missions. Almost like his dad, when his dad had that storyline when he was like a working man, hard just time. trying to make it the hard times. You feel me? So he gonna go through he gonna go through his hard time now. You feel me? Similarity I, I see is uh, I feel like with the John Cena and the Rock stuff like how John Cena lost to the Rock. I was just thinking that the year of struggling he he triumphed and then eventually beat the Rock. I thought like they mm-hmm. kind of hanging like that too with Cody. Like Cody Law, he he built himself up. He got to Roman. and everyone's like, oh, this is the moment Cody's going to beat him. And he loses. He loses the biggest match of his life. Uh-huh. And he goes, I got to get beat up by Brock. He got his, his arm broke, passing out to Kamora Locks and all that. <laughs> he still <laughs> won that match. He didn't win that match. He lost. Extreme Brock. rules. He won. They, they split no. it. I didn't know they split it. Yeah, know. they split it. The first match he won by roll up. Well, the second yeah. match he got, he got, he fainted, and they said he passed yeah. out. This is a trilogy yeah. fight. I think, I think, and probably at Royal Rumble, I think he'll, he's gonna lose to Seth too. I think they're gonna have that match. I think he's gonna, he's gonna give Seth his win back. I don't know if he'll get screwed out of it somehow or whatever, but I think eventually they're gonna run that match. The Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think, and I think Seth's gonna beat him. Something you think like Seth that. Maybe he's about that long. Yeah, because the way the way you got Seth, like, Seth gonna lose that belt, that belt to Damian Priest for sure. I don't think yeah. so. Not by, I think Damian's gonna go. Oh, you you're right. You're yeah, because right. you got especially with the way ever since and maybe and maybe Seth right. win it back at Royal Rumble. Like Damian cashes in on him in the fall, and then Seth wins it back at the Rumble, oh, and then. I can see that. I was I was looking right at you that when you when you think Damian Priest should cash in. Because right now, I feel like 
with the storyline going on with this Finn Baxter distraction, this Finn Balor distraction, I feel like that's gonna be his next opponent. And honestly, yeah, I wouldn't be don't surprised if they fought a summer. I wouldn't be surprised if they fought a SummerSlam. Don't rush the passion. Man. They should get Finn Balor to build. They should get Finn Balor. Like talk we talk about this money in the bank, bro. We got to talk about how they didn't give us that late night, bro. We got to talk nah, about Nah, bro. Come on. Vince back at the company. He got it, bro. He is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's no way Vince Nick's going to hit under. Yes, he like. Unless he did. Yes, he did. Did, you know, you know what made it, you know what made it worse is that they teased us that LA Knight was about to win. That's what made it worse. Uh, here's the thing, bro. Priest needed it though. Priest needed it more than LA Knight. LA Knight got the fan base that yeah, realistically, yeah. if honestly, he sustains, Priest doesn't need it because he's in a faction right now. But this, I don't know if I could see Priest being your world champion, bro. Like, what is like, Rhea's already the, the champion in, in the faction. Like, I feel like nah, anything, but he, he could have won the U.S. title. Nah, bro. I'm sorry. That faction is a laughing stock. They lose every. They lose every series, bro. They lose. I'm exactly. Like Damien's gonna go his own way. I think Finn is gonna go his own way. That's why it's kind of weird, though. Like Damien's he, all of a sudden getting the briefcase thing. Right. If anything, I feel like it's not Damien, like it's not like gender. You know what I would do? I would do just because I don't. I personally don't believe Priest is ready. They obviously want to split the faction up. Priest versus Balor at SummerSlam for the briefcase, and just give that briefcase to Finn. It's Finn is more than ready. You know, no, you know what I, you know what I really want to happen. No, you want to, you want to know what I really want to happen. I want Edge to have one more Ultimate Opportunist match. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm not gonna say I'm praying on Priest having an injury. But Priest going, something going to happen to Priest, right? Where, like, in real life, where he's like, ah, he can't be our world champion. So Edge is going is going to be the ultimate opportunity. And just like he did against Mr. Kennedy, get the briefcase yeah, again. And then cash that in. And then cash that in on Seth. Didn't he, like, yeah. get hurt? I, and, I, I, he, like, and he thought the injury was worse than it actually was. So he had to give up the briefcase. Yeah, he just ended up not being that bad. He yeah, they, say he was, they say he was supposed to be out for six weeks or six months. He ended up being out for like four weeks or something like that. Yeah, hold on, hold on. We don't want that to happen to Damien. We don't want that. I got, I got to respond to some things real fast. That I just heard. <laughs> hold on, go ahead. So, Greg, did you just call the Judgment Day laughing stock? No, for sure, bro. No, laughing. No, no, not laughing stock in terms of heat. Laughing stock in terms of they never win anything. Who have they beaten? Every single oh, no. series, every oh, no. single, bro, because I'm not going to like, because, bro, they are bro. The most legit. They just, they, they just three and B with more heat. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the only way that is real, bro. So the most, I wouldn't go like that far. Exactly. The most legitimate they were is when Finn had beat Edge, and they had the most he ever around that time, and the WWE didn't capitalize on it. They just let them whatever they had all the time. They've been losing ever since. They felt for real. Team, real quick. I feel like I still feel like Finn Balor should win at WrestleMania. I still don't like Edge didn't need to win that match. Yeah. I don't think that's that's just me. Me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think so. Like, he didn't need to win that match. Finn Balor should win. If he was a demon, like yeah, the demon losing hell in the cell match. Finn is a guy. I think they're angling this towards the nail. I feel like Finn. It's tough because Vince. But I feel like if, if, if they let Triple H have his way and Vince Finn finally goes on his own, they keep him as a heel. 
Finn is a guy who can turn around real quick because he's that good. Like he's so good. Like Finn can turn around and then nobody will even ban out. Like he could he could win the world title right now and nobody would be like, Oh my god, Finn won. Like Finn is like Finn's one of those guys. So that's why he's never truly hurt. Well, it would just make it a lot more better if he was just like Dominated. You know, when all his fuse, his matches, what, especially at the demon, and then he won the world title. He's been losing too much, though. He has been losing too much. What, what's realistically going to happen is that, like, I don't know what's going I know What's realistically going to happen is they're going to have, um, what's the name of the U.S. champion? Uh, not U.S., Intercontinental Champion right now. I'm blanking on his name. Gunther. Huh? Gunther, bro. They're going to have Gunther, they're going to have Gunther drop the IC title. Gunther going win the going win the uh, a Royal Rumble and face at the WrestleMania. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. I think I actually think Gunther yeah. is gonna drop it. I think Drew's gonna beat him. I think Drew's gonna beat him. He'll be able to beat the record in time before the Rumble. He can drop that belt. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like November, December, and then. I think they. I think they. They lead up to Drew beat him. I think Drew's gonna beat him. So Drew needs it. Yeah. When when yeah, do he do that though? A SummerSlam or a rematch? I think SummerSlam, Drew's going to beat him, and then Drew's going to have an amazing reign. I feel like Drew's a guy, he needs a, he needs a title, because he was great with the WWE title the first time around. I think you give him the IC strip, have him be a fighting champion, I think it'll, it'll do wonders for Drew. And then Drew's just been, like, kind of going through it. He's coming back. He just came back, got a lot of momentum. I think he's going to be the guy to be good to. I think he'll beat him at SummerSlam. Yeah. I think if you have him, it's like, you take a little momentum from it. And it's like Gunther, it would be cool to break the record, but like Gunther doesn't need to break the record. Everybody calls him the best IC champion ever already. So like he cares about the record. That's true. You know, since we're on the topic of changing champions, we need a new US champion. I'm sorry. Awesome theory, the Austin Theory project, it, it ain't it ain't hitting right now. He thought no, like after WrestleMania the kind of like, you know. Beat John Cena, but even in that match, you can tell Cena wasn't like all the way there. Maybe he was just playing a safe position to Hollywood now, but I don't know. That match was uninspiring, and this championship ring is uninspiring. Chris, I know you want to say something. I think, um, but yeah, I don't care for Austin Theory at all. I think he will honestly be better as a babyface. I thought he'd probably be more believable as a babyface. And as a hill, it's just like he says the same thing every week. John Cena called and he said, you're going to beat me and then nobody's going to care. And nobody cares. They beat him. I think if, since they didn't give him the briefcase, have the LA Knight beat him at, at SummerSlam and give LA Knight the title. So LA Knight turns face or is it like a... Yeah, they should, I, he should have been turned face. No, I don't been. like that idea. No. Here's my, here's my thing with Austin Theory. Because... If y'all remember his um pro, his um segment with Kevin Owens a, while, a little while back when you know he was still Mr. Money in the Bank, Kevin Owens was telling him like you are you were handpicked to be the future of WWE and you see why for various reasons. But as you can tell, just like Roman in his early years within the company, he's just not ready. But for some reason, they just like to put a rocket ship to his ass and just have him shoot for the stars and hopefully he'll get there someday. I think. Like you can tell, Austin Theory isn't ready. Yes, he has the talent and the potential to get there, but he's not there. And I think what really hurt him, honestly, was that WrestleMania feud with John Cena. Because when you go up against somebody like John Cena, you need to know how to cut a promo. You need to know what to say. They tried the same thing with Roman Reigns, and it didn't work. Yes, Roman and 
they went through the same segment. It's a little like Roman Reigns against John Cena all over again when you think about it. Roman Reigns had a terrible had terrible segments with John Cena, and we know all well, about the infamous one. I'm sorry, but even even with the Roman was still able to hold his own with Cena because he was over with the crowd. Like the crowd. Even when they was booing, they were booing him, but like they still like he got reaction. No, 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 no. I don't. He, he. I don't think he's talking. He not talking about. No, he not talking about Roman Reigns of now. He talking about Roman Reigns. I'm talking about that promo. With Suffering Succotaf. Roman Reigns. No, no, no. no. no that's from 14. I'm talking about when Roman Reigns forgot his line. He forgot what to say. Exactly. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, no, no mercy, John Cena. Did they have him back then? I thought that was no, no, that was 2017. All that was in the same like time frame. Even 2017, Roman was still over with the crowd. They, he was like the most hated, hated person. So it's like he still was like he could hold his own with John Cena. No, he, he was the most hated. But no, nah, but but uh, but no, no, that's not that's not that, but that's not genuine hate though. It's it's too. It was heat because it was it was overloaded. It was like John Cena heat. It was like yeah, yo, we've true. seen we've seen you too much. It's go away heat. That's what they was, call it. It's it go was, away heat. I know it was, but even with Austin Theory, the crowd doesn't care about him at all. He was the Roman people still cared about what he was doing. They were, he was the most hated guy in the company. Bro, still, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. The brother had leukemia, came back from leukemia, and they still booed him, bro. Like, bro. <laughs> he, no, 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 no. He, no, he, no, he, no, he, I'm not reacting. I'm not laughing. That's what matters, bro. If you get a reaction, you over, bro. And nobody nah. cares about Theory's not getting a reaction. Roman was the most hated. He just beat The Undertaker that same year. I understand. He was the most hated in the company. Still the top guy in the company. Austin Theory's like, he wasn't, you, you couldn't, there was nothing you, like, Austin Theory, there was nothing that came See, the only difference is that Austin Theory isn't Samoan. Can I just say it? Like, no. no, because because the only difference between Austin, because no, no. because the only difference between Austin Theory and Roman Reigns, if we being honest, is just the fact that like they haven't strapped the the pack to his back as much as they they. I feel like they force fed Roman Reigns so much. <laughs> exactly. So so realistically, they could do the same thing with Austin Theory and get the same result. Nah, but they I'm could. Saying, what I'm saying, even with that. That, at that time, he might not have been Roman now, but he was still way better than Austin Theory is right now. Way better. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying wrong. I think he had a lot of good little to feel. He did, and he was the most hated guy in the company. Nobody cares about Austin Theory. Because we loved him when he was in the Shield, and I guess we kind of, during that whole baby face, we were kind of hoping that we would get like that Roman back, but like as a single competitor. Oh. Austin Theory, we Dude, not, like we just haven't seen anything that we really liked from him. At least for Roman, you know, we had the shield years and stuff, and he was still, you know, somewhat of a badass, even though his babyface thing just wasn't for him. Like we knew, see, like, see, see, here's here's what I'm saying. Here's what here's what I'm saying. Scene, you're not wrong with what you're saying, but you also have to look at the differences. So when Roman Reigns had that feud with John Cena, that was already a few years into his main event run. Austin Theory never had a main event run before. He just got thrown into the fire, basically. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a main event. You can see it was an opening match. But you see how early on when he got jumped, when he jumped to the main roster that he started it. That like, of course, that was a match we wanted to see because that was somebody he looked up to. But not this early. And, yeah, no doubt, Cena's job was to put him over. But again, when you put somebody like who was not ready, like the in that position against a John Cena type of person you need to know what to do and he didn't know what to do that's something that should have been saved years 
down the line a couple a little bit. I understand that Johnson is not in the best shape like he was anymore, but that's something he he could have gotten in shape for for like one night thing, a one month thing or something like that. Them doing it now was as oh, a he's in like shape. really hurt him. Probably not wrestling shape, but he's in shape enough to at least give us a good fifteen minute match. Maybe not a marathon like he used to, but yeah, I but that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's way should... too safe. Yeah, but I feel like that's should be safe down the line a little because he just doesn't respect theory. I think the match is fine. I think Josh is not going out there thinking, like, I'm trying to have it terrible. Like, the match is fine. Obviously, like, I think Phoenix is not – he's not wrestling enough. And the crowd don't care enough about theory for, like – I feel like a Johnson match now, the crowd has to be fully invested. And, I, like, Johnson, he's never going to go out there and be like, oh, I'm going to have a bad match. Like, he's never – he's going to do his best to have the best match he could possibly have every time. It's just that, like – uh, the match was like an old school WWE match. It was like uh, the, the bad guy beats up the good guy. Like it was cool. It wasn't a terrible match in the way. It was just, it was whatever. I just I don't I mean, know. Like at least like Roman got caught up in 2017 and 2014 to the main roster with the Shield. He had that to like build and develop under, and then after he had that, he started his single run with Austin Theory. I'm not gonna hold you. Up until the point that he got caught up to the main roster, the only thing I knew Austin Theory for was being the, like, goofball on NXT that was, like, uh, the understudy for, um, he was in, like, that group with, um, uh, oh, my gosh, I'm blanking on this. You talking about, I got you, I got you, I got you. You talking about the way with Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano, exactly. He was, like, he was, like, just, like, on that, like, they were doing, like, weird, like, skits. With like Johnny Gargano matches and stuff like that for the most part. So it's like when you get caught up to the main roster, all of a sudden I'm supposed to take you seriously. And Vince McMahon is personally walking you out and t- having all these different things with you. And then you win the money in the break- briefcase and no one thinks you're close to being ready for it. It's like, bro, come on. Like, at least with Roman, it was like, ah, he had the shield years to like lie back on. This, it feels like it's even worse. Not even just the show stuff. By the time Roman and Johnson had their feud, Roman main events at WrestleMania three times. But like he he was already established. He was the main guy. With theories, like he didn't do anything, and they just gave him the John Cena match. I think with, with Austin Theory right now, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, Greg. If you want to keep going, you can go, my boy. Now you good, bro? I got everything I need to say. Go ahead. With with Austin Theory, with with me personally, if I was if they were to call me right now and be like, you book Austin Theory, I just don't, I don't believe him as a hitter. He's not a natural hit. said the same stuff out of the week. Oh, I'm the future of the company. I'm the best U.S. champion of all time. Nah, 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 nah. I don't believe it. The best Austin, the best glimpse I've seen of Austin Theory is when Roman and them was bullying them. And fuck, and remember when Jay like mugged him on the way, or slapped the back of his neck and Austin Theory hit him with the briefcase. That moment right there, I'm like, Austin Theory will be a good babyface, bro. And then you can see from the, um, like, just from his interviews, when he was just talking about, he seemed like a cool boy, right? He seemed like a cool guy to me. So I would do, I would have him lose the title and then just have it be like, Dota Weir is a straight hoeing him all the time. So just do something just to get him back over with the crowd and make him be a baby face. I feel like he's, he's way more natural as a face than a heel. I mean, I, you probably can test it because we haven't seen him as a face yet, but, like, I just don't believe him as a heel. I think he would be a, a pretty good baby face. They should try it at least. Try to try something with him because you already you already put all this investment into him. It's like it's obviously not working right now at all. So I would have LA Knight beat him, turn LA Knight face, have him beat him, and then start working to get Austin Theory over as a baby face. I mean, if that doesn't work, then I think there's only 
one other option. That's probably to send him down to NXT, send him back down there. And, you know, it, it'll be seen as a demotion, but you can use it as an opportunity to kind of build him up as a face, kind of garner sympathy for him because, like, oh, he's on the main roster and, you know. No, that should be a good idea. Like, had a, like a, you know, like a fall from grace and they give him the NXT championship, he holds it for a couple months and then come back and then maybe he's ready. Honestly, they need to just do a trade. I'll be right there. I think that would be Look, good. Just straight, up, just straight up trade him for Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker needs to be on the main roster. For sure. He's, he's done everything that he needed to do in NXT. He and by the way, another great match. Maybe Terry needs to be called down. Seth versus Braun Breaker. That was an amazing match, too. Seth Rollins versus Braun Breaker. Yeah, amazing. that was a good match. Yeah, I think, I think, I think Braun is, is more than ready to be called up. More than ready. He's, he's that, that, that should be like. If his two NXT title runs weren't the tryout, and I think that match was like best, like final step that you needed to see. But yeah, can I be honest real fast? I want, I like Braun Baker so much better as a heel than as a face. For sure. Oh yeah, like so much better. For sure, yeah. It's natural. It's more natural. He's a Steiner, like he's a monster. Yeah, yeah. Steiners are assholes naturally, like yeah, sometimes in a good way. Like we like that about them. I don't know. Who do you think is naturally a baby face? This is a better question. Because, like, I don't really That's find people. That's a lot of guys. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Oh, Daniel, Bryan. Daniel Bryan. He's a heel right now. He, 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 does, he does the heel very well, too. But, like, naturally, like, he's, a, he's a likable guy. He does guy. do a like, good hearing, like, the whole. I, I think Edge right, Ed right now is a natural baby face. Like, you, you know who's a natural baby. It's easy. That's what it's easy to root for. Like, it's like, oh, I like this guy. But I don't think, but like natural baby face to me just means that you had a phase. Like all the people that were caught labeling natural baby faces were honestly natural heels that then people started to realize how cool they were as heels and then became baby faces afterwards. The natural baby baby face thing doesn't really work anymore. Like that was like a, that, that worked in the 80s and the 90s. Like, that's what I'm, but that's what I'm saying though. Like I, I feel like for me, for me, natural baby face means like you come in and it's just like oh, you just have a level, you have a level persona. Whereas like all the people that I feel like become good faces start off as heels and they do all this excuse my language assholeish stuff that like people are like you know what like that is kind of assholey but like at this. But at the same time, like at the same time, like it's a good, like you know, like Rock, The Rock started off as a heel. Stone Cold Steve Austin started off as a heel. Technically, technically, he was a white, he was a white meat baby face. And you know exactly, and no one liked him. Exactly. We have to turn heel, and then he turned heel, and then he became a face. It's okay, Greg. I hear what you're saying, Greg. People, people like Daniel Bryan as a face. Just they didn't push him. People like Daniel Bryan. Yeah, they had to turn a face again because they liked him, so they were just like, so like, oh, wow, he's such a likable guy. And even with like, natural faces, kind of just like, like, you could tell they just have certain aspects about him. Like, you, they're just like underdog type guys. They they sell very well. They just like it's certain that it's hard for me to explain it, but it's like you, you just know who's like like Sami Zayn is like the perfect example of a natural baby face. It's like when you see Sami Zayn, you see a baby face. Like he's a good guy. No, nah, and, and I and I feel you, but the thing that made Sammy Hayes uh, underdog a good guy 
was because Sami Zayn spent like hella, uh, spent a lot of years being a heel. So because I remember Sami Zayn, bro, Sami Zayn was a dog coming out of NXT. Like he could put on a show in terms of like a wrestling match. I remember he had the match with uh with uh John Cena for the U.S. title. Like you mean like on Monday Night Raw? But like at the same time, Sam, I'm saying like the true best. Heel, uh, the tr- best baby faces at the end of the day are heels that allowed you to show an arrange of your personality to the point where now people like you and then they want you to become a face. Even the Sami Zayn example, he was a heel for so long and it was only within the past a year and a half that he like started to show off all these other quirks about him. You know, he's doing all this, like, extra stuff to win the IC title. You know what I mean? To, like, to be was, with Roman Reigns. I don't the camera crew following him around. Like, I understand that the, uh, the, the Hill stuff got him moving with the mainstream, the mainstream stuff, but he showed he could be a babyface all the way back in NXT. It's just, I think the main thing is that WWE doesn't know how to book babyfaces until, like, until the crowd just, like, gets all over something. Because you can see, like, AEW, a guy like Darby Allin. They never turned him until he's he's been over. Even Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, natural babyface. They didn't have to turn him to him for people who like him. Wait, well, Cody Rhodes had already been in here. Not, but in WWE, I'm talking about this character right here. With like no. Oh, but that's what I'm saying. But he was already established. That's like saying if, if Will Osprey comes over to. That's definitely what? the main babyface. Who? He came back. Cody Rhodes. Pretty much a debut, bro. It's like reintroducing yourself. Nah, nah. He had built that character in New Japan. He built that character in AEW. Like the casual fans aren't paying attention to that stuff, bro. So when he comes back, he's introducing himself as somebody new. Like you, he has a name, Cody Rhodes, but it's a completely new, different person. Nah, but like AEW is also a main competitor, so that it's not like they've gone away. Like if you watch television, you know that. Cody- I said the hardcore fans know. But he still had to get himself over with the casual audience, the kids. The kids love that, him. Nah, I'm not. Ju- I'm not jagging that. Cause like, take take AJ. Hold on, take AJ Styles for example. When AJ Styles came to WWE, AJ Styles made his bread and butter through it. New Japan and TNA Impact. Everybody loved AJ Styles cause they knew AJ Styles for real. But he, even him, he had to. It, it took a little. Like he obviously he he won the title. What? It didn't, bro. It did not take nothing for AJ Styles walked and put his hands up and he was screaming his name and then he won the title 150 days after he started with the company. Like, as a heel too. He, he, came, <laughs> as, he came. He debuted as a heel. He debuted as a face. He ended. He ended up turning heel. He was a face when he first came in, but even with him, he managed to get him. Chris Jericho turned on. Like all them guys who come up, come in are have to get they have to get themselves over with the casual audience who only watch WWE and aren't paying attention to anything else. All right, sidebar. Go, I was gonna say sidebar question for real, for real. Who do you think is probably the best heel of all time? Best heel? Yeah, like best heel I character mean, all time. I'm. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's really hard. <laughs> Roman Reigns. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Okay. <laughs> I got. I got the. I got the perfect answer. You said Roman. Or yeah. I got the perfect it, it, answer. It's, it's nobody else. Bro, I was on Triple H, bro. Triple it's H, nobody bro. else. It's nobody else except Vinnie Mac. It can't be anybody else except him. That's fair. That's fair. When I'm thinking the best, the best heels, I'm thinking the guy. We're talking in the ring because Vince was like an idol. He's when I think the best heels, I'm thinking good job. 
whoever you're facing over as a baby face. And nobody got other guys over as a baby face more than Vince, Roman, and Cena that, that I've seen. Nah. You ready? I mean, Cena was never a heel. But, but he pretty much was. You know, like, I, I know he was never like a traditional heel, but in terms of just people booing him, and he got so many guys over as a face, Dale Bryan, CM Punk, AJ Styles, all these guys who people ended up loving him coming out of a John Cena match. And that's because that's what John Cena does. It's like he's, he's never a natural hero, but just based off the audience reaction, he's a hero. They boo him. I would say the best heel, I would say the best heel character of all time is easily for me, 2008's Chris Jericho. 2008 Chris Jericho was some of the best heel work I have ever seen in my life, bro. The brother would show up in that suit from the fact, bro, that that rivalry with Shawn Michaels, when he slapped his, he, when he hit his, bro, wife, he his wife, bro, yeah, he didn't do that, bro. Cody was great, at the same time with Cody, I mean, not Cody, even at the time I was a kid, I hated Chris Jericho. I hated that man. Bro, I did, I did hit Chris Jericho. But you I can't even. You I every promos, week. Every week I want him to see. I want him to get punched every week. But you can't. You cannot expect what Chris Jericho did at that time with what Roman is doing. You can't do it at all. Like Roman is on a whole different level. The reason why I'm, I'm well, personally more of a fan comparable to Roman right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Someone who I probably hate. Yo, Triple H, oh two to oh five, bro. The Reign of Terror. I hated that man with every fiber in my body. That is. In the ring, like, Vince is the greatest heel in, in wrestling history, period. All right? I'll, I'll agree with Chris on that. But, like, his in-ring performers, Vince, he was like, you can't really call him a wrestler, even though he was I'll, in matches. But Triple H, like, in-ring heels, bro, I hated him. Like, Evolution was cool, but, like, Triple H was, like, like the lame member of Evolution. Like, everybody hated him. We love Batista, love Orin, love Rick. I don't know. For me, it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. That belt, the Triple H I remember is like late 2000 Triple H babyface Triple H. That's a Triple H I just personally remember growing up with. Like, I didn't really see it. I had to catch up on this. Yeah, but, I had to really learn about the Booker, bro, the Booker T feud, bro. Like, that's all you need to know, bro. Oh, uh, that was my, bad. The Booker, my Booker T feud was like the peak of like Reign of Terror Triple H. Yeah, my, my question is, has he put anybody over as a babyface more than John Cena and Roman Reigns has? Like, no, because he only put over Batista to, to a point Shawn Michaels, because Shawn Michaels didn't either. Yeah, Shawn too. But yeah, Shawn didn't Even Randy, like, he... Randy after a month. But that's because Randy needed to lose the belt. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't ready for it, but I'm saying, like, Batista was the only guy he put over out of that ring. He could have put over a lot of guys. He could have put over RVD. He could have put over, put over he Chris Benoit. He could have put over Booker too. That's what he should have done. He put over Chris Benoit. Yeah. He did, but, not, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Yeah, he did. It's like he did. When I say put over. Oh, you gotta oh be, yeah. You got to be careful yeah. saying that name. It's, 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 my, fault, my, fault, my fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. No. Let's see. So let's see. It's not even just letting them win because Roman, Sammy didn't beat Roman. Jay didn't beat Roman, but they're the most over baby faces in the company right now. That's what I mean when it's like you put them over as a baby face. Like coming out of that food, coming out of that, their feud, they're over his head. Yeah, I know what you mean, but still, Triple like only like Triple A did they got over. 
Roman's not putting nobody over. Roman ain't put a, put nobody over yet. <laughs> <laughs> in, terms, in terms of winning matches, no, except for his cousin. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. Yeah. That was what I got. Ago. Hold on, I thought of another out answer. of three years. Ahead, For me personally, I can't even say I hate this man. I somewhat hate him, but someone also was terrified of him. That's bald headed Randy. Can, can we yeah. just get, take a moment to think about that? Bro, yeah. bro, bald nah, was something that nah, Chris, you did something there. Chris, you did something. Bald headed Bro, bro, bro. Hold on, Greg, before you get started. The one thing song, bro, when I tell you the night when he broke Batista's arm, I was almost at tears at the end of that game. (laughs) I never seen it. He kicked the whole McMahon family in the face. Bro, as a kid, I never seen Nah, bro. As person who has Randy versus Triple H when he nah, man, bro. the man RKO <laughs> and Kester, no, bro, wait, wait, when Triple H went to the, the house, when Triple H went to the house, bro, I was like, yo, you can't tell me wrestling is not real, you can't tell me wrestling is not real. He threw him through a window, he threw him through a window, nah, bro. But even like another another elite, yo, another y'all gotta elite. watch that, clip. y'all gotta watch that clip back, bro. Listen to the listen to the screams. From his, from his wife when Triple H like breaks down the window, breaks down the door. Bro. Hilarious, bro. bro. Looking back on it, it was so corny, but at the time, bro. Randy's for sure, and even beyond just that ball headed stage, his pandemic run before the Fiend feud ruined it all. His feud oh, was yeah. You talking about the Kill Bet? Oh, my God, oh, yeah. Bro, Yo, oh. I couldn't, be- bro, I couldn't believe he did that. The word, I- I'm yeah. saying. To this day that they hold him on a championship run, like game was like a couple weeks. Like he should have got a way longer run than this. Cause he was he was the best wrestler in the world that for that year. No, I remember right, he didn't even want it. No, he probably didn't even want the belt. No, seriously, for all nah. the people, group people. He wanted that belt. And then the Fiend, obviously. All right, all right. I don't think he, I don't really he's at, at that point of his career where he, like it's not that important to him. I think anybody wants to have they want to be champions, bro. Nobody wants to have a weak ring, you know. I, I, I mean, when Shawn Michaels came back to like, his second run, he could have won a lot more worlds. Well, yeah, yeah. Just he just wanted to be with his families and go to Bible study. Like, the Randy is still there. I, I, I will. I will tell you, I I know the run wasn't as good as the build up to it, but Hall of Pain, Mark Henry, nah, bro. Yeah. Uh, Hall of Pain, and, and once he became champion, it was kind of downhill from there. Yeah. But but Hall of Pain, Mark Henry to the championship, some of the most menacing work you've ever like, bro. Bro, come on, bro. I was watching a lot when he announced his retirement and then swam John Cena. I was watching a lot too. I was watching a lot too. I was eating a waffle. I remember. I was eating a waffle. Bro. I think that's a little bit after the brain. Thing. He came out of nowhere with just killing guys. Like, what? He started putting guys' names up all the pain. He slammed Kane through the cave table. Then it's a big show. He's messing everybody up. I got another name. And this name might shock some people, but it's only going to make sense if you was a kid watching at the time. Because I was terrified of this guy because I seen him do some, some crazy some crazy shit to Rey Mysterio. I thought he killed him. The great time. But the great time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where is he going? Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. When I see Great Kali smush Rey Mysterio in. Oh, the bro's coming out of, dripping out of, bro. Killing Rey Mysterio. Yeah, bro. Rey Mysterio did such a good job of making heels look like heels, bro. I was terrified of Great Kali yesterday, bro. Nah. Like, this man got thrown off a roof by Alistair Black. He got an eye took, taken out, bro. That was in the same year, bro. He had he had his, his brain juice squeezed out of his mouth like Great Kali, bro. I really thought nah. he could. I was like, yo, nah. he just, like, that whole one year world champion he was getting his ass beat. Nah. WWE in 2007, bro, was a different vibe. When Randy pulled, wait, 2007 Randy was a savage. When Randy pulled Johnson his dad out the crowd and punted him in the head? Nah, bro. I said, nah, if Johnson don't go up to, don't go to that peer review and wax that brother, come on, no, man. 07 Randy, bro. 07 Randy, he smoked the Cena pack. He bro. the Shawn Michaels pack. Yup. He read him off TV, bro. Bro, so RKO, bro, RKO. Bro, remember the, the RKO, the um, RVD? Yes, he bro. He landed on the top of his head, bro. When he RKO. Bro, Randy out of pocket. Then he punted him. But what was the name of the old lady? The old lady that he RKO? May Young. May Young. Yeah, that was good. Uh, she would take bumps for everybody, though. She did. I want to go mention I got a name for y'all. And it, it, was a, it was a brief run. But Daniel Bryan's echo when he had the, the wooden championship. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, I mentioned that. That one. was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the environmentalist. Yeah, that was so good, bro. I remember me and uh, y'all know Corey. I don't know if y'all know him or not, but I remember yeah. at that time when Kofi was obviously going up and Kofi was gonna beat him. We was like, all right, let Kofi beat him, but give Brian the, the belt back right after because he's not done. Let my man cook. They didn't, they didn't let him get. Yeah, yeah. that Brian, eco championship was crazy. It was a brief run, but it was an elite run. For I mean, the belt was ugly as hell. My opinion, it worked for him. If you ask me who's the best wrestler of all time, I'm going to say Daniel Bryan every time, bro. Every single time. Because he do it both. He's an elite heel, elite baby face. He'll make you hate him, make you love him, make you laugh, make you proud. All that. Daniel Bryan's the best of all time. Or none. I'll put him top I was, I will say another wasted opportunity in terms of a heel, bro. In 2008, bro, the way I had, I had hate for William Regal. Wow. This William Regal. This is a wasted opportunity, bro. Whenever I think of William Regal, I just think of him versus CM Punk in the King of the Ring there. That's always what I think about when I think of William Regal. There's a lot of guys who should have been WWE champion. Speaking of CM Punk, my bad, bro. William Regal is one of those dudes. Like he, it's just he was. He just never had a good time. He was always just somebody who's just a face. Anyways, in WCW, he really wasn't there yet. But in WWE, like he. He, he, forgot. Win, he, forgot. he could have been a world heavyweight champion, though. But yeah, speaking of, speaking um, of uh, CM Punk Hill run, obviously, with the WWE title, that was elite. But then when uh, yeah, CM Punk Hill run was elite, Brock Lesnar, can't, you can't not say Brock Lesnar. Uh, when he was a first-time champion. <laughs> Everybody hated him. You can't say he was a 2013, 2015. Yeah, everybody hated him. hate him because he wasn't on TV, though. I feel like the fans would have, or Johnson would have liked him more if he was on TV. Maybe that was, I don't know. part of it, though. That's part of it, him being a part-time. That was yeah. when he, part of caring. That's part of caring. When he beat John Cena in, like, five minutes, bro, in that squash oh, match, that, I'm, 
I mean, know y'all thoughts on this because I've always had a different opinion because a lot of people be like, oh, Brock Lesnar being Undertaker didn't do anything for him. I feel like that did the world for Brock Lesnar when he beat Undertaker at WrestleMania because after he beat him, that's when he became like the man, like the megastar, and he ended up going to be yeah. Became like it's, it's like he, he he didn't need it, but it still worked out for him. Yeah, it did a lot for him because it's like Brock Lesnar, so yeah. like you can believe it. He just became then, untouchable. Yeah, and then Bray Wyatt could have used that a whole lot more, but I would believe that Brock Lesnar be able to be Undertaker more than Bray Wyatt, even with all the you know supernatural stuff that Bray be doing. Yeah. Like, it's Brock Lesnar, like the, the UFC champion Brock Lesnar. Like, yeah, he can and be that. Like, it was the fact that he had Paul Heyman reminding you every week, twenty-one and one. He's the one and yeah. twenty-one and one. Like it just it made you it reminded you of the time. It worked. Like, He's like, he had, he had Paul yeah. Heyman, like. I don't know. I do like that. I do like that Brock Lesnar one because the only, you can just see that it's a meme now. The guy's face when the other thing gets pinned and he can't believe it. That was everybody's That's reaction. Oh my god! Yeah, I remember watching. I was shocked. I was like, "What?" Bro, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I, saw, I didn't watch that for some day. I saw, I saw the house. I was like, "I didn't just no, see that." It right? is still to this day crazy. The biggest shock in, in probably wrestling. Oh, yeah. I've never been that shocked in a match before in my life. Never before, never again. Have I been like, I think the closest I've got was probably this, like, Roman beating Cody. Because, like, you just felt so sure that Cody was young. I wasn't that shocked. Like, that's not the was, closest we've gotten. Honestly, in this place. The last time I remember being hella shocked was <laughs> this the last interview with Damian Priest won. I was shocked. I was like, they did not just do that. <laughs> that was like, my jaw was to the floor. Like, they really didn't give it to LA Knight. Like, I was shocked to say when Damian Priest pulled that beat through, man. I don't know. I didn't. I really didn't have hope in LA Night winning. I did. I thought he was going. I thought he was going for sure. Um, another. I mean, one, if you wanted the best reaction from that crowd that night, that's that was going to be it. Other than Roman getting pinned, I feel like we've seen this so many times with WWE just kind of like ignores what the crowd is saying, and I thought LA Night is he's obviously the guy to, to win it, but. And, I don't think Priest was a bad choice. I just don't think he was the right choice. Like Priest was fine, but he just wasn't the right choice. Or he just wasn't the best choice. Like he's a good choice, but he wasn't the right choice for that match. It should have been LA Knight, bro. I think they, you know, I personally think they just want Damian Priest to win the title. I mean, Damian Priest to win the title because they want Bad Bunny to face Damian Priest for the Royal Championship. Bro, that's the reason why they did money in the bank, bro. I'm gonna be pissed. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that's the reason. Uh, you can't be building up. Bro, it's a bro. It's you know damn well he's not. No, exactly. But that's all they wanted for, bro. Go back to Puerto Rico. Come that's on, bro. That's why you didn't put Bad Bunny should just stay away until WrestleMania and have him face Logan Paul. Right? Well, I mean, he can he can join the Royal Rumble match too. But I want to see that match at WrestleMania next year. WWE is retarded. Uh, but they, they should have had so simple. I think like, both geez. of those guys are, are good enough, especially um Logan. Like they're good to like be on their own in a way. I guess against each other and not have like another wrestler like kind of holding their hand through the match. I don't know. No, they, they can get away. That's uh, I don't know. They have Bad Bunny might need, might need a little bit more change. But. Yeah, they have him not with the professional. I wouldn't. I would stay away from it. I mean. Uh, in Puerto Rico, you put Logan versus versus Bad Money. That's a 
Puerto Rico is hero versus the biggest villain in the world. Like that, I guess you could do something with it. They should get like they should get SummerSlam next year, honestly. Get like Royal Rumble, like one of the big four pay per views. Like, one of the, the best things WWE's ever done was have pay per like, another. Imagine, imagine the Royal Rumble and they just counting down in Spanish from ten to zero. Like, yeah, that, that would go crazy. Some of the best things that was. I don't know who decided to start doing that, but the fact that they're having all these pay per views in different places and how hot yeah. those crowds. Keep WrestleMania in the U.S. Yeah, just add. And like I don't know. Other people you gotta, gotta give, gotta give uh, London that WrestleMania. Well, we gotta give London one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta give them that I feel like the only thing stopping them is the time difference. So I feel like they would have been there. Yeah, time difference. yeah. It probably it'll hurt to have. Because like, you can get away with money in the bank at three p.m., but WrestleMania at three p.m. No, honestly, honestly, I I like WrestleMania at three p.m. Because you know WrestleMania would be super long, bro. It started it's like, like it's, it's, now, it's, so you don't gotta worry about that no more. Nah, but seven to eleven is still a long time. On a Sunday, yeah. So it's like they started at three and they end at eight. What? Yeah, I could be for it. I know. I'll be I'll watch it on work on weekends. I'll be cool. I'm just saying. Yeah, man. I think eight is the perfect time slot. It's like WrestleMania. You want to change that time slot for WrestleMania? Right, but I mean, we have been going on an hour. Do you guys I feel like we should still talk about these championship designs, but we should save our top five list for next Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I was gonna. I don't even know if y'all have a top five like buddy in your head. I don't. I just know the titles I like, like the World Heavyweight Title. Yeah. Uh, All right, but I mean, we, we can see, we can save the top five list for another, another time. But real quick before we um finish, just. You know, just glance over this for a second. We never really got a chance to talk about it proper. And me and Chris in the past episodes have talked about, you know, the women needing new championship belts. They finally got them. And they look okay. Like, I'll say the world championships look nice. They're not, you know, the big goal. But for the men and the women, it's identical, you know, championship designs. The women have white straps. That's the only difference is the white straps. So for the world titles, Seth Rollins and Rhea Ripley, I like the design, even though I hate the copycat, but I like the design. Now, the universal titles, the undisputed universal titles from the men and the women, first of all, undisputed doesn't make any sense because we have world champions, too. So how are they undisputed champions if there's another champion? That's one thing. Two, it's just another logo belt, but now, like, the background is gold. And then for the women, it's a white strap, and men is a black strap. I hate it. They look better than, you know, the, the blue universal title and the red and blue women titles. Yes, it looks better, but that's not saying much. So I just want to get y'all, y'all quick thoughts on this. World titles, cool. Universal titles, nah. Not feeling it. I, I don't really care for them, though. I think the world title looks like a toy. It's, it's cool, but it looks like a toy to me. It doesn't look like a championship. And uh, Man, like, it's just, uh, about the WWE, they're just lazy, bro. All the titles, like, both the men's and women's titles look the same. It's just like, it's cool, but it's like, 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 okay. like yeah, I don't care. I get it, branding. I get it. Like, you can yeah, still do your branding. Like, the world mm-hmm. title, like, it, it has the logo in the middle, but it looks good. 
The world title is cool. It's like a perfect example of having your branding and still making a beautiful note is the AEW title, which is the, I think is the best title right now. And the New Japan, like they all do it. They have the logo. And my, my main thing with WWE, bro, is that their, title, their championships look like stories, bro. It's like they look like the world title. That's my main. The world title is a, it's a, it's a cool design. I don't, think it's a, I don't think it's a bad design at all. To me, it's just the fact that it looks like a toy. And especially when you see, like, their actual toy designs of it, it looks even worse. Like, you just see, like, when it's on display. It's, I, I don't know if you've seen them pictures where, like, there's no light shining on it. It just looks so dumb. Yeah, bro. I hate it. Yeah. It looks cool on TV. But to like me, the target, like, the target toys, bro. To me, it just looked like a toy. I think all of them titles like a toy. The best title was the, the IC title in WWE, in my opinion. Okay, I'll go next. I'll go next. Go um, so for me, uh, I kind of agree with saying, I think when it comes to the Universal title, I like the Roman's belt better than Aqua's belt. I feel like that one looks more like a toy to me, honestly. And when it comes to the women's, to the uh, world heavyweight and the, and the women's heavyweight title, I think I honestly like the white strap better with it than the black strap. Um, I do think that I, I do wish they probably did a better job on designs. Again, I don't think they're terrible either, but like they definitely could have been better. And Seem, I do agree with you. That AEW world title is a fucking That's, masterpiece. That's the best of design now. Even with MJ putting his little Burberry spin on it, it still looks incredible. To me, the IWGP belt was the best. Well, AEW took that. Yeah. They had no. They didn't have to change the IWGP belt at all. At all. Why they But yeah, AEW got the crown now. They got the crown. I'm not gonna lie to you. Overall, like we look at the past, I used to really love the old TNA World Heavyweight Championship belt. Talk, y'all talk, Greg. RIP to that belt. I mean, there was a couple of them though. There was a couple of them. No, like I'm talking about Kurt Angle held, like like Kurt, like first championship ring, Kurt Angle, like the Moa Joe rivalry type. Yeah. 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 That belt. That belt was beautiful. About the Bully Ray TNA belt. No, 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 no. I like that one though. That was cool though. Oh yeah, the Bully Ray belt wasn't I'll bad. Say, I'll say this: both of them are better than the Impact belt. Right, oh, right now? Oh yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, come on. Leaps and bounds. Oh come on. Leaps and bounds. No, come on. Right, okay. We we knew this though. Like that, that Kurt Angle belt, bro. Oh six, oh seven. Yes, bro. Very underrated. You know, it was a great title belt. It was. Shoot, even the NWA joint they had in the beginning, like, that's still a classic look. Yeah, it's true. But also, I forgot to say this scene. You was right, though. Right now, the IC, the IC title belt is still the best in the business as far as WWE goes. Also. It's a beautiful design for sure. I love that belt. You know, I honestly, I, I don't mind the U.S. belt. I actually pretty, I actually oh, like that. I, I, think it's, I think it's cool. It, it kind of, that, even that one thing is, I, I feel like the, like the middle plate is, like, too big. Like, it looks like a world title almost. It just has the U.S. flag on it. I think it's a good design. It kind of, even that one kind of like a toy, too. That'd be my, my main complaint. Yeah, really they, like they, can, like, like, so they can tweak that jaw a little bit, but it's good. Like, the letters are kind of a little big, too, but... Cool, I like though. the eagle with the flag in the background. I, like that. I think they're, they're, they're better. It's like 
none of the titles are under tag titles. The tag titles are still disgusting, but like besides the, the US yeah, though, that's I don't think had a bad design. We're gonna change the tag titles. We gotta change them. I wanna keep that's I, you know what and then just because I grew up with it, with like DX and Jericho had them, I, I like how the tag titles, how they both how they both have two titles. I just like like the thought of it, like the tag titles, they both have two, and it's undisputed. Like I hope they keep it like that. That's that's what I would do. I just I just like the thought of it. But this is my opinion. Because y'all know Bro, like, they can know. do that, and then they can give us back those ruthless aggression era um, designs, bro. Like give us yes. give us those yes. designs back. There was no reason to get rid of them and give us Penny. We've had those penny, we've had the penny designs longer than we had those ruthless aggression era designs. Oh, man. It's, been it's been 13 years. Yeah, it is. It's been wild. bro. The Heart Dynasty. That's crazy. The Heart Dynasty. They were the first ones to hold the penny belt. We've had them since 2010. They just changed the color. Wow. It's the same design. Like, come on, like. I ain't asking for the classic, the classic tag team titles. That's just I feel like that's a little outdated now, even though those are still beautiful. But give us like the um. Listen, man, I'll be honest. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I'd rather see him just throw a fat ass W on both those tag team titles and see what I'm seeing now. <laughs> I'll be completely honest with you. I mean, you got <laughs> they going for a, a big ass W on the belt, so we gonna do that to just keep it. Keep the pennies, I'll, take, I'll take a big ass W over these pennies. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'll take a big ass. I'll take a big ass W. No, bro. I'm tired of the W's. I'm tired of the logo belt. I'm tired of looking at, at these suits. At least I'll say this. I'll say this. The Rock, when he first introduced the little, you know, the logo belt, like the scratch logo looked a lot better than the current job. It's like the W's are all smooth and it's, it feels corporate. Like it's just corporate. Like. There's no character. Yeah, they changed the, 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 change the logo and they just like yeah, changed the logo. Yeah, with the Rock John, like his version, like it was like the scratch logo and it had like the big champion underneath it. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I like the 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 WWE title design that they just had. I never, I never, I thought it was a good design. It's cool. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a good design. It's just the fact that they copied and pasted it to every other title. That exactly. just like took it away from me. It's like all right. All right. It's a cool design. Though. Like, if you want to just make the W, because it makes sense, WWE title. All right, WWE logo. They copy and paste it to everything. You have it like that. Everybody, like, this is the WWE title. Everybody knows it's the WWE title. When they go with the, um, like, Jimmy Kimmel Live, they look at the belt, like, okay, that's WWE. Like, everybody knows. I get the idea of it. It's just, I just don't like the, the lack of variety. Just like, they just, like, copy and paste it on the belts. But at least it's not, like, one thing I will commend them is that I'm happy that it's not just Raw Women's Title, SmackDown Women's Title, Raw SmackDown. They changed the name at least. Yeah, like, that's cool, man. Yeah, I Greg, how do you feel? I don't think I heard. Why? Did you, did you give your opinion on this? Um, in terms of a belt, uh, I mean, I just mentioned that I really like the old TNA belt, but in terms of, because you're talking about belts, right? Like your current, like, WWE designs, like, you have, like, a favorite design? Yeah, it's kind of tough. They've kind of, like, said everything that I would say already. I do like Roman's current, like, WWE uh, undisputed belt more than I think most people do. It just feels like it's, like, the gold version of just, like, the the original like Raw and SmackDown championship. 
Um, if I had to, I was just gonna. I'll throw in. I'll throw in for right now. I will throw in the uh, NXT Championship. I think that it has grown a lot for me, and it's a sol- I think it's just a solid belt. Like, I don't think it's not too much. I think it's like a good belt considering the brand that it's supposed to represent. I feel like yeah. it's a it's a it's a good belt. And I've never like Those not hated pretty. It. They just need to get rid of them, like the colors on the sides, like because it's not 2.0 yeah. in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely need to get. You get rid of the colors and just make it, you know, gold again. I've always liked the design, the NXT design. I, I never realized that they changed it like to be like a rainbow until I seen uh, a couple other ladies really fucking and stuff. I'm like, what's going on? Why does it look like this? But um, even the, the only best, you know, thing. best, the best Nickelodeon. If we talk, if we count NXT. The NXT North American Championship is beautiful. I love that belt. And yes, obviously, yes, yes, it is. The the I, UK I, Championship. I, I rest in peace to the UK Championship. That was that's in my top five, bro. The UK is in my top five. Bro. That's how to win. Rest in peace to that, John. That was the best belt in WWE until they got rid of it. That was the best looking championship they had. It was beautiful. The same company that gave us the W gave us that. Like what? Lord. That Jones, that Jones just, just like that just screams royalty. Like this belt was like your royalty if you hold this champion. Luther like was the perfect guy for that belt. Bro. Like this belt is like more like the king of Europe. Like that's what he looked like. He looked like a, a dictator or something. I don't know. Like he looked like a man in power. Like championship. It's just prestigious, but I don't know. Yeah, I just miss when championships look like championships and not toys that you just carry around. That's what I miss. Now, I, the IC belt currently is it's not. I, I don't mind it. I feel like they could like throw some blue in there though, like on the world part, like give it a little color, like throw some blue in it. I don't mind it. I understand that the blue is easy with it, but I don't really care that it's, that it's black and gold. I like I like it. I like yeah, it's it. just a nitpick. That's a nitpick. Yeah, I can understand. Like just traditionally had yeah, blue. I can I can get it right on it. Yeah. But um y'all got any final thoughts on just championships and the bloodline on early SummerSlam predictions? I know SummerSlam you gotta do an episode. Yo, Chris, you might as well go ahead and get your, your J take off, but you were talking about in the group chat, how you wanted to win and all that. Yo, I'm starting the hype train now. Main event J Uso winning the undisputed universal title. You think he does it? Oh, I said he does. Or you just want him to? Well, I want him to, and he will. I'll speak it into existence. Let me ask you something. I'll try to break the double, but I don't know. He's not going to win. But Chris said something wild. I mean, it's personal opinion, but like, did y'all, y'all want the same thing to win the title? Sammy Zane? I think realistically, it wouldn't have made sense for him to win because, like, realistically, Sammy Zayn. If you want him to win, did you want? Yeah, I, I wanted him to win, but I felt like <laughs> Sammy Zayn just feels like a watered down Daniel Bryan. He's like feels like the underdog that I feel like personally. I feel like you, you come, you watch Sammy Zayn more so for the entertainment value than so. Like that's that match with Roman Reigns was the first time I realistically was like, nah, I need Sammy to win this match. In I my was, life, I, maybe it's because I've always been a Sammy fan, but ever since Sammy joined the ball, and I was like, yeah, you put him in here, turn your face and have him win the title. I was been saying that, bro. I, I've always loved Sammy, but like, yeah, I, I wanted Sammy to win so bad. Because I just don't know who. I, I just don't know how like 
because every match feels like it's a match he could potentially lose. Like, Sammy feels like he would, like, in terms of WWE, you know how WWE books stuff. So he just feels like he was going to be a transitional champion and he wasn't going to, like, get his shine. Regardless, even if he won the belt. Bro. I won't let y'all finish what y'all guys say. Because I need, listen, listen, man. See, I, I, I hear what you're saying. But I'm sorry. It has to be Jay. It has to be. This whole story started with him. This whole story started with him. Nah, bro. Who's in the Roman twice? Bro. Being forced, uh, bro. Listen to me. Being forced to fall bro. in line. Being forced bro, to they're not going to have. Fall in line. Go ahead. Being brainwashed for three years. I don't. I don't. Listen, listen, listen. It's, you. bro. It's his ego, bro. And Ro- realistically, bro, Roman Reigns is not losing the Jay. Jay's not breaking the Roman Empire then. Like, realistically, Why Jay, not? bro, you're saying I feel why like it makes more sense for him being the reason to do it. Like, the reason he loses more than him actually beating Roman. You already saw him. I have been, like, I have been saying that. for months. Prison. For and months. That payoff. Jay needs to be the reason. Whether he wins no. or not. Jade needs no. to be the reason Roman loses the title. Chris, I'll say this. If Cody Rhodes never came back to WWE, I would 100% agree with you to be the guy. But now that Cody's here, Cody's the guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's Cody's the guy. He's the guy. And I feel like if Cody. Cody hadn't gotten hurt, he probably would have won. But it's like, ah, uh, let's kind of, like, ease him back into it. Have him think that, you know. Even with me and Cody sure won, but then, you know. Even with uh, eventually, Cody's so good that eventually I wanted him to win. Like, I remember when he first won the Royal Rumble. I was even like, I hope Roman wins just because it's like I don't want them to just rush Cody back and give him the title. I was like, I hope they have him losing and build up to him winning again, which they eventually did. But obviously, Cody's so like Cody's so good at being a babyface. I wanted him to win the title eventually. Like I think I think they did the right thing having him lose. I think we talked about it. We already talked about it. We did. Yeah, we went over that. Yeah. All right, well, you know, early SummerSlam predictions were about say, three weeks away. SummerSlam, maybe four weeks, three or four weeks. It's, it's, it's weird now because it's like in the beginning of August. Last year, it was at the end of July. Traditionally, it's at the end of August every year, but now they kind of switched it up. So I'm, I'm kind of confused when SummerSlam will be. And it's in Detroit this year. You know, no disrespect to Detroit. I've been there, you know, it's not really a summer slam type of town, but whatever. It's in a dome, so who cares, really? But yeah, <clears throat> that's summer slam. This has been episode 119 of the Restricted Zone podcast. So, Greg, Sabine, Chris, we had the full stable here today. We had the full, you know, WWE group chat in here today. Not just two man power trip, full group in here today. It was a great episode. Thank you guys. Tuning in as always on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, comment. Also, again, make sure to check out episode 118, NBA Free Agency, with a special guest. But um, for tonight, I'm John Wooten, I'm your host. Good night.